0: I got a cold open story for you here. I think this is a, uh, it's not necessarily a gaming story, but it is related to uh, a topic which we've, we've talked about a few times, which is uh crypto mining. Um, a uh, UK police conducted a raid of a suspected cannabis farm. They were surprised to find no marijuana. They found a farm. <laughs> mind you, it was of the digital variety. Crypto mining isn't illegal in the region, but stealing the electricity to power the operation is.
1: Oh, um, so they saw the power <laughs> bill and they're like, hmm, this
0: could be marijuana. Yeah, right. I, I guess, I, yeah, that's a good uh, observation. Maybe they just saw they saw, that like, this place is using so much power. Like, what's going on? It must be powering all these lights to, to, to grow all this illegal marijuana. Um, and, uh, yeah, it turned out to just be crypto miners, uh, but they were they were in fact stealing the power. So, you know, know, it was was still illegal. Yeah, it was still, (laughs) (laughs) it was still illegal to do such a thing. Um, but, uh, I thought, (laughs) I thought that's pretty funny. Um, that's the new, uh, let me pull this over for the, for the video viewers. Um, but that's the, uh, that's the new thing to watch for is, uh, is all this stealing power for the for the crypto miners, man? <laughs>
1: yeah, crypto boom, man. It's crazy anymore.
0: Yeah, these all look like they're like ASIC miners in these uh, in these photos. So they're like they're like mining. You know, like they're they're tools built just for mining. Right. So they're like yeah, not,
1: they don't even have like a video s- out.
0: Right, it's not like a sea of graphics cards or anything like that. So that would be
1: that would be the real yeah. kicker. Well, <laughs> back back when Bitcoin crashed the first time, there were so many of those on the market that people were actually like soldering on video outports to just yeah. be able to use them for gra- just regular you know gaming.
0: Yeah, what if it was just a sea of Nvidia uh, th- uh, 3080s or, or whatever it is that everybody's trying to get their hands on? And they can't right now. <laughs> <laughs> then they're really bad. Then they should be sent to jail. Right, exactly. Freaking crypto miners. (laughs) Stealing power? Buying too many graphics cards. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to Crowbar, Colonel Panic, the podcast at the intersection of Linux and gaming. This is episode seven. Uh, this week's the first week we're live streaming on the Mintcast YouTube channel, so we're trying this out. Uh, I, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit nervous about it. You know, we, we kind of, I, I, I'll speak for myself, not necessarily for you, <laughs> but I I always feel way more nervous when we're doing this thing live, and I feel like, I feel like it's like you can tell, and it kind of takes away from the show. And so we had gotten into the habit of doing it, uh, you know, pre-recording it and then posting, you know, the audio on the podcast feed, obviously. Um, but I really feel like, you know, I really feel like we need to be doing the YouTube thing. This is just something I've got to get over. I've just got to get over this and just pretend like pretend like nobody's watching but at the same time still watch the chat and make sure they're engaged so like it's a it's a catch 22 i, don't I know never how to notice f- anything so
1: i don't i think i think
0: it's all in your head man i doubt it i doubt it but but we're trying this out i uh i, I thank thank you to leo for letting us use the uh the youtube channel and thanks uh, leo after- <laughs> thanks leo um no <laughs> <laughs> After the podcast is recorded and then and then we edit it and we'll post it. Um, we'll post the edited version at the Crowbar Colonel Panic YouTube channel. Um, but it will basically just be the audio edited, you know, with like a waveform on the video. Um, and then you can also subscribe to Crowbar Colonel Panic on any of your podcatchers. So just, you know, look up Crowbar Colonel Panic. Um, but the uh, Crowbar Colonel Panic website, crowbarkernelpanic fireside.fm if you want to go to the website and subscribe that way Um, you can also send us an email crowbar colonel panic at pm.me so if you want to send us an email we'll read it on the show answer a question Um, or if you're in the chat right now just drop us a question in the chat we'll answer it uh, the best we can on the fly yeah
1: and stick around don't be like the other guy and leave
0: (laughs) we did answer it but (laughs) he wasn't there to respond some people jump in, ask a question, and we can't get to it right away, and they've already jumped to some other Linux YouTube <laughs> channel. Yeah, <laughs> stick around. We'll try our best to answer it. <laughs> I guess we need a hook to get people to stay around. <laughs> yeah, we need like a coupon code at the end or something like that. I need to come up with a <laughs> I need to come up with some kind of prize or something for the end of the show. Um, but uh, other than uh, other than being a podcast legend, what have you been doing this week? How's it been going? Oh,
1: podcast legend. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's been rocky. It's been rocky for me. Oh, man. Uh, this week, yeah, this week it's been nuts. I've been working just a, a ton. Like I I am pretty sure I'm probably close to like 60 to 70 hours this week because wow. yeah, I I've, I've been working a ton. Like I've been staying I I start work at 8 every day and I haven't been getting home from while well, getting off work to like six or seven every day, and one day it was like eight. Just with That's all this wild. extra stuff I've been doing, yeah, I, um, it's
0: it's crazy. <laughs> I actually think I've been working less, but it feels like more because I have a I have a much farther drive now. I have uh, to drive at least an hour to work every day. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, i I the other day I was talking to somebody that had a similar drive to me. And she was like, oh, yeah, you know, if you think about it, like we work like 50 to 55 hours, uh, you know, on a 44 on a 40 hour work week. And I had just it had just never hit me that way. And I was just like, holy crap. I you really got a am. lot of wasted time <laughs> driving, you know? Yeah. It's two hours per day that I'm in the car like that's wild. I mean, I get some mad podcast time in. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm like running out of shows to listen to. I like I don't even know. I got to find more things to subscribe to because I got more time to listen now. But um. I have been, uh, I have, I've gotten some gaming in, I've got a pretty extensive list here. We don't have to go over all of this, but I've tried out some games since our last episode. Um, and, uh, you know, the last episode we did was almost a month ago now because we missed one. And at that time, uh, Resident Evil Village had just released. So we recorded our last episode and then Resident Evil Village released like the next day. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or it may have been like the day before. It was right around that same game. Yeah, it weekend. was right around. Um, and so I've been watching playthroughs of uh, Resident Evil Village, and for one thing, the game is pretty insane. It's pretty, it's pretty intense. Uh, modern Resident Evil. I don't know if it's really in my in my <laughs> wheelhouse because honestly, it just looks too scary. I feel like I feel like Resident Evil Seven. Resident yeah, it's Evil like 8. stressful. It's just too stressful, man. Like I don't <laughs> think I could take it. I feel like I'd pay for the game and just like refuse to enter every room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no lie.
1: Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. i Yeah, be like I am not but, prepared for
0: this room. I don't care if I have a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> right, and and I kind of feel like I, I kind of feel like I should play seven before I play eight. So like I I'm not yeah. interested in seven, but I want to play eight um, or village and. But the, the stories connect, even though they say that 8 is not... You don't necessarily have to play 7 to enjoy 8. The stories connect, but they're separate enough that you, know, you can enjoy one without the other. Right. Um, but I'm just too much of a completionist. I just don't think I could do... I, I don't think the I could same do one problem. without the other. I have the yeah, same problem. I just, I just can't, yeah. I can't bring myself to do it. And, and I know that by the time I finish 7, the hype around 8 would be over. And yep. so I would still feel like I kind of missed out on everything. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna I don't know if I'm gonna do it. I may not have Lady D chasing me around at Old Mansion. <laughs> that may not be in that may not be in my cards. Um but I had so much fun with the Resident Evil remake Resident Evil two remake. Um and I think we talked about it uh, last week or the week before. And uh and so I went ahead and picked up the Resident Evil three remake, which the interesting thing about the Resident Evil Three remake for me is that I actually never played this game. I remember renting mm-hmm. it when I was a kid, but I I never I never got through the game. So yeah, I never actually was... played three at all. So, oh really, never at all? No, not three. The, I the, uh... I went
1: from I went from I went one the first I went the first one, then I went the second one, then I went right to five. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened to the other ones, but I just never played those ones.
0: Oh, did you ever play four?
1: No, I've never played 4. Everyone uh, four is, everyone tells me that it's really good and I just yeah, I just never got around to playing it.
0: It's one of my favorites. I mean, it's it's whenever it's it, they really reinvented themselves like 4 is the one that like really feels different than all the others. Um and then and then everything after 4 was different. Um but it's also really good. Like in a lot of ways it's probably my favorite Resident Evil, but it's hard to say that because it's so different from the original. Yeah. And the original was like its own thing, you know. So like the, you know, the kind of slow pace. I'm wandering. I'm wandering around a, a mansion, solving mysteries thing. Yeah. Like four is nothing like that, but it's it's still a very good game. I think the first
1: right. the first game had a lot, a lot to do with the um, hardware at the time not being able to handle what they. I, I think they yeah. probably would have more started with something like two or three if or uh two or um four if they um would have had the hardware to be able to do it.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, you're actually you're absolutely right and that's the the interesting thing about the original Resident Evil is because of the limitation of hardware um they so they had everything look 3D, but it was actually flat and the characters just walking around in a 3D environment on top of like a flat image. Right. And yep. And so it kind of, they kind of cheated their way into this like 3D graphics world before the PlayStation was actually capable of doing that. Yeah,
1: there was a lot of that kind of stuff going on during the PlayStation era.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, Silent Hill is a similar thing. The first Silent yeah. Hill, the fog in Silent Hill is not really because of atmosphere, but it's because they couldn't render things that far back. So they right. had to come up with the fog, but it which is hilarious. So well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it worked really well. Um, So, uh, speaking of Resident Evil, um, the last episode we were trying to get the Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil, to work on the Proton.
1: (laughs) Don't get me started with this, man. Oh, this game. This game has been beating me up. Yeah. Oh, so... I,
0: I got it to run. I got it to run, but I... I I got it to run, too. Yeah. (laughs) For,
1: like, five seconds.
0: (laughs) So... I'm going to pull up the ProtonDB page while you talk about your story with it, but I'll find their ProtonDB DB. Oh, I have, I
1: have uh, yeah, their their rating <laughs> needs to be changed.
0: <laughs> yeah, what is the
1: rating? Gold. I'm oh, like, wow. gold is like, okay, maybe I need to do a, like, you know, um, something in Steam to get it to run or something like that. You know, like, a, what are they, what is that? Um, we put a command into Steam when it runs at the beginning.
0: Uh yeah yeah where you do the uh, launch command
1: yeah launch command yeah maybe something like that to get it to to play well or something not freaking oh yeah it's gonna start but then uh, nothing <laughs> happens right. and you have to download freaking uh, proton
0: tricks like <laughs> yeah I think a gold is a little bit too high of a I, I agree with yeah. you because even even after I got it to run uh so I think uh, sensu here this looks like. Course, he says he could not see the Capcom logo and then it just I had that stuck problem too. Screen.
1: I hadn't yeah. I had to where I couldn't see the I, I've tried it on so many distros, that's not even funny. And sometimes I could see the Capcom logo, sometimes it wouldn't come up, sometimes the game wouldn't even start. Yeah, <laughs> it all depends yeah. on what proton you use. You have what, to use the right proton to get it to start they, in the first place.
0: Yeah, you do have to use the correct proton. So, so the first problem that we were having was that. You would launch the game and then it would load the Capcom screen, but then it's supposed to load that hilariously bad original <laughs> intro. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's so good, uh, but it's awful. And and it would just basically just get stuck on a black screen and what was happening was the original windows version of the game is trying to use windows media player 11 in order to launch that video and then because you're on linux of course you don't have windows media player 11 right. and because that package is not part of the like you know defon default build within uh proton right um you know it wouldn't load it and so what we needed to do was install the windows media player Eleven through the Proton Tricks, which is basically a wrapper for Proton. It's a wrapper for Wine Tricks to be used with Proton. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, Proton a, images. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so uh, what Sensu did here I think might be slightly different than what I did. I might have to scroll through. But basically he says to chmod 777 uh, recursively um, to this path. Which you don't always need
1: to do. That yeah, you works almost never sometimes. need to do
0: that. Yeah, um, and uh, the the path to it is the um, the identifying number for the game, and then the uh, pfx folder. And then once you've done that, then you run the Proton tricks. Now he gives the full command here. I actually found uh, I didn't know that you could run Proton tricks with dash dash uh, GUI. And it actually will launch a GUI, and then you can step through a menu. But this, but this command he gives us here will actually do the same thing. So what yeah. you're doing is you're telling uh, actually, proton tricks. His, his
1: command is better because what happens with the GUI is it'll keep popping up with, you're running a, uh, what is it? You're running a 64-bit um, yes. proton, yeah. and, and then it keeps, it'll stop the whole process. Meanwhile, when you do it on the command line, it just goes right by that, and you don't have to click anything. So it right. is better and to just do it straight on the command line.
0: Yeah. And, um, yeah. And from my understanding, is like almost everybody is going to get that error message. And you should just, you should just ignore it. (laughs) Yeah. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Um, Nothing to see here. Keep moving. Um, and then, uh, and then it's telling it to install, like within this container, to install this, uh, WMP 11. And then once you have that installed, um, He says to let me see what he's doing here. Then he's, I don't know what this command is. So he's saying sudo, giving it a path to wine and then a registry. Oh, this is some DLLs. I did not do this. Yeah,
1: I didn't need to do this part as far as I know. It, it, It ran for me. Like it got, I got, and no matter what, as long as I had Windows Media Player 11 installed. And I was running on either Proton 5 or 4.11. It would get to the menu where you could select new game, continue, all that stuff. I didn't have a problem with that once Windows Media Player 11 was installed. But when I tried to play the game, on every system I tried, I would get this out of memory or memory overrun um, error. Yeah. And I have no idea why. At first I thought it was an Ubuntu thing. And then I tried Solus, had the same problem. So then I tried OpenSUSE, just for the heck of it. Same problem. Endeavor, same problem. All of them had the same problem. So I'm thinking maybe my hardware? My graphics card only has four gigs of memory, but that should not be a single problem with, (laughs) you know. I'm not sure if I've got the four or
0: the six, but I'm sure four is fine, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay, so this game works beautifully on Windows. Like, I can download it, install it. It works great. No problems. Yeah. So it, something's another. Wrong. <laughs> I just
0: want to point out too that like this is a GameCube game.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> like this, yes, yes. Technically, there's no way technically you need I more looked,
0: than a four gig graphics card,
1: <laughs> right? Technically, I looked it up and they did. They did do another remake. This is not the the GameCube game per se. This is actually an enhanced version of that one. Okay. There's like extra um, anti-aliasing, and there's more like like lighting, better lighting, and stuff like that. Because I actually did install the GameCube version on um, Dolphin emulator, and that one oh. ran fine, no problem. But I could definitely tell that it was not as good looking, even when I upscaled it to 1080p. Um, okay. Than the game when I actually had it running with Windows.
0: I don't think I kept it installed. Um, if I kept it installed, I'll tell you what settings I used in Steam. But I actually think I deleted it.
1: I burned it from all my Linux <laughs> systems.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't currently have it installed, so I can't. Uh, I can't tell you what my settings no, were. But
1: it, it just wasn't worth it for me. I just. I. I, I well, not, not only was it not worth it, but I did not get it working. It would not. I yeah. could not play the game. The most, the farthest I got was I loaded my save and I did also try new games too and it had the same problem, but I loaded my one save and I could walk around this one room. That was it. And as soon as I went (laughs) to the next room, memory overrun. I was like, come on, man. It did look good. For that, for that little bit of time that I played, it looked exactly the same and played just as well as Windows. I will say that. So if you don't have that memory
0: overrun issue, I guarantee you this game will play beautifully. (laughs) I, um, all right, so i i found the Soren k soren k um on the proton uh, proton d. b. um chain here This, this is what I followed and it worked. So, because here's what happened. I installed the game. I tried all the steps that people had previously said and none of it would work. Even if I switched my proton, it never would work. But in his steps, he basically tells you to delete everything from like delete the game from your comp data. And and then if you follow his steps from the from beginning to end, which you're doing the same steps as above, only you're doing it on like a fresh install, um, then it'll work for you. Or at least it worked for me. Now I never played the game far enough. Maybe I would have gotten the same memory error that you did. Um, and maybe I just never, I never played it far enough. Um, I, I went into the, the, the room where, um, you know, the, um, Chris, is it Chris that's with you at first? Yeah. Um, he's like studying the blood on the floor. He's like, Oh no, no, it's not this Chris. It's, while. um,
1: it's the, uh, Barry. Uh, yeah. Barry, yeah, Barry, yeah, I think yeah. so. I'm pretty sure. The guy with the red shirt.
0: <laughs> I can't remember He's the like, name. I'm gonna, I'm gonna study this for a while, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. you go into the other room, and you get the, uh, you get the <laughs> zombie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh man. And, and the funny and thing is, you... I
1: don't think they even upgraded those videos at all. Like they look just looked the as same. Bad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That video looked the same. The video, the opening video though, where it used to be the actual people, the actual actors and actresses, um, or ac- actors and actress, <laughs> cause there's, I think there's only one actress, um, they replaced that with like a cgi version which is way worse cuz it's still yeah. campy and cheesy so they should have just kept they should have just went with the camp they they should have just been like you know yep. what we're going to stick with it all or nothing this is yeah all <laughs> or nothing i was disappointed that we didn't get the we didn't get the real people version of the intro um but uh But yeah, I, so I, I did that whole scene. You walk back out, you talk to Barry again and then Barry takes you into the room and that's when they can't find Wesker and then you, you, you run around and, uh, I think I went to the next room where you, you have to move that statue or something but that's yeah. it. That's as far as I did. And so I played like a little bit of the game, but just enough to see that the game worked and I never got the memory error that you mentioned. So I don't know. Maybe I should have played further. I would have got the same nah, error. It's, it's probably my hardware. It has to be because it, it's happened on every distro
1: that I've tried. Yeah. So it's there's yeah, something is in my hardware. I mean, I'm, I have 16 gigs of system memory. I have four gigs of video memory. Um, I even tried, they said... Um, to use a couple different, you know, uh, start commands like proton, use Y, uh, uh, what is it, win3d11, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. I I tried that. That didn't help, you know. I think that did make the game run a little better for the little bit of time that I could play, but it it didn't make the memory error go away.
0: Hmm. So, yeah. Unfortunately... I can report um, that Resident Evil 3 Remake was... Uh, it wasn't flawless it had the video clip at the intro and the outro didn't play um, which which is funny because they kept so the the video clip in the intro of re3 is actually another like live action intro they do like a fake like newsreel thing um, which is way too real right now because it's all about <laughs> yeah. like the pandemic and the spreading <laughs> of the virus yeah. and all this stuff Um, but, uh, (laughs) no one played that game this year or last year, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it, um, it, uh, it didn't play. Um, it just gives you like this, like, uh, it's funny because it kind of matches, it kind of matches the theming of the game because it gives you this kind of like, uh, you know, whenever you see like news stations are like. Uh, out of order and you get all those different colors on right, the screen. Yeah. Like that's that's basically what it does for a second, but then it jumps right into the game. So, um you don't get the cool news real thing, but most of the introductory uh, of the game is all like, you know, 3D rendered within the within the gameplay itself, and so you're not really missing anything. I would say that if you've never seen the opening of RE3, um, you probably wouldn't even notice that anything had happened because it kind of thematically fits. It just kind of like, it starts to show this like news broadcast and then it shows all those colors, uh, block screens. And then it, and then it jumps right into the game. And, uh, the game itself plays fine. I didn't have to make any adjustments. I don't believe I did any launch changes or anything like that. It's literally just, I installed the game, uh, via steam proton and, and played it. Nothing, nothing changed. Um, I remember the, the funny thing about RE3 is that it starts you immediately into the action. And this is why I never finished the game as a kid, because it was just too hard for me. (laughs) Um, because the way the game starts is you're, you're, you're Jill Valentine again. So you're, you're back to Jill, Jill, Jill. (laughs) <laughs> and um <you're, laughs> and uh you're like looking around her apartment, she's got different scraps of paper, she's got letters, there's stuff, you know, all over her wall, and you read all these things and it kinda gives you like it kind of gives you some filling in the gaps between the first game and, and this one. And um and the events of this game are happening some somewhat before, but then also it's at, at one point simultaneously with uh, the events of Resident Evil Two. And um and then like the nemesis just blows through the wall of your apartment and starts chasing you like like immediately you know like <sighs> <Jeez>. wow
1: <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
0: and 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 he can like insta kill you if he hits you like twice you're dead uh, if you get stuck in a corner or something and he hits you you're dead like and he basically chases you out onto the street and then the main chapter of the game is kind of the streets of Raccoon City. Um and so you know it's not like the RE2 remake where um the Nemesis uh or he's not Nemesis the G-man or whatever he's called. Right. Um he shows up midway through and then follows you any any time you're in the uh you're in the uh, police station. Nemesis starts at the beginning and he basically <laughs> follows you for the whole game. Oh man. Like, you think you got rid of him, and then and then he shows back up, like he just it's just like and I remember as a kid, it was like too much for me, too stressful, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah, even, even on easy mode, I couldn't handle it <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was not particularly good at video games when I was a kid. I just kind of I just played to have fun for the most part, like yeah. to be honest, I probably have finished totally less than like. Twenty games in my life, yeah, and I've played like hundreds. <laughs> so, <laughs> and With when I these, say complete, uh, I don't mean complete like collect everything. I mean like yeah. you know just beat the main quest and maybe some of the extra stuff.
0: Whenever it comes to these like uh, these remakes, I'm really enjoying the because uh, uh, they Capcom they they made a uh, a special engine just for these re remakes, and I'm really, really? enjoying hmm. the like more classic style like the re2 remake re3 um i don't know if they're gonna do zero or any of the others but um i'm really enjoying you know that where it's like the old puzzle style game but yet it has the new over-the-shoulder resident evil 4 style you know graphics and camera Oh yeah, and yeah yeah yeah
1: I, I remember them talking about that yeah see i didn't I, since i never played i i didn't really know yeah well, i mean i played the original too but i never played the remake yet
0: yeah, yeah. Well, you know how in the original, you do that whole weird where you, like, turn on a... Right, you know, you yeah, kinda, you pivot, yeah. Yeah, with a fixed camera. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, that's... Uh, RE4 is the first time they kind of got away from that. Oh, uh, for, for, for in the old games, when they first made them. Right, 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 right yeah, right. in the gotcha. old games. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I really dig it. I wish that uh, somebody would pick up Dino Crisis. Oh, dude, that would be make amazing. A Dino Crisis, yeah, that oh. would be awesome if somebody remade that. I would I, definitely be down. Dino
1: Crisis was so good. Like I, re- oh man, that game, <laughs> that game. Mm. I haven't played that game forever. I'm talking probably since yeah. it was
0: released. <laughs> I watched, I watched like a speed run of it the other day, and uh, I will tell you, it does, does not live up to my childhood memory. <laughs> Yeah, it's I definitely know. way cheesier than
1: I remember it being. But it's pretty cheesy, but it's still pretty fun when you when you play it. Yeah, the graphics are yeah, it's bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's do. Uh, why don't we jump? Let's jump into a few news items, and then I do want to go back and talk about uh, another game. But um, oh, I had one more
1: thing to add about Resident yeah. Evil. The trying to yeah. get it to work. I actually went into the games files and actually went to the videos that they were playing and i actually tried to even convert the videos to like something that i know linux would play but somewhere in the programming it has it look for windows media player file so that didn't work either just just in case anyone ever tried that it doesn't work (laughs) and deleting them doesn't either because it tries to look for the file and can't find and then it just crashes
0: yeah, I was going to say that. You mentioned to me that sometimes that was a, kind of a way to get around that. Yeah, some and people so, do it just to
1: get rid of, like, like the Capcom logo. They'll delete that to get rid of that to go right to the game, you know. But, yeah. obviously, that didn't work this time. I mean, there might be a workaround, maybe, but I doubt anyone's figured, uh, did it, because it's just Linux that would have to did, worry about uh,
0: it. I did, um, I renamed the folder to, like, .old or something, and then launched the game again, and, yeah, it was no no dice. Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> that was anyway. one of those cases. Like we talked about before how like we enjoy hacking these things to get them to work on Linux almost as much as playing the game. That was definitely the case of that for me. Once I got the game working, I was just like, I am not playing Resident <laughs> Evil original.
1: Well, this is literally <laughs> the first game I played on Proton that I haven't got working. Like I was yeah. legitimately shocked that I could not get this game working at all. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. It's really rare. I mean, the last the last thing that I just absolutely could not get to work was um oh gosh. Uh the MMO Black Desert, uh, that one? Black Desert. Yeah, Black Desert like literally just no way jose like it's not gonna work but that's because
1: it's a newer game and you know it's uh, they yeah they have issues with that kind of stuff yeah
0: but i mean we just said resident evil village has a gold rating already on proton Yeah, but they
1: were specifically working on that game like like yeah proton uh steam was actually working to get that game you know uh working and meanwhile these these uh um online games the free ones a lot of them they change all the time and they have the um anti-cheat stuff and it's just there's a lot more involved in the online mmo games uh to get them working to be honest
0: um there's uh in the mmo world uh the kind of the talk of the town right now is ashes of creation have you seen anything about that no i have not If you're not like a MMO head like me, you probably it's not like super. It's not like a big AAA title game or anything like that. But it's it's MMOs are in like a weird drought right now where there's good things happening with the few titles that we have. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV is better than ever, Um, and uh, uh, Elder Scrolls Online is like. Elder Scrolls Online is like my number one MMO right now. Yeah, but there's not anything like new coming out hardly. Um, right, and uh, there was this game that started as a Kickstarter. That was the question I was going to ask you. Remember, I told you oh, I had a question. Oh, you remembered. That? It. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll do it at the end if we have time. Okay. Um, so, uh, Ashes of Creation was a uh, Kickstarter MMO, and it got it got funded. But the guy, the guy behind the game, already had funding like before. Like they basically were they were saying they were doing Kickstarter basically to promote the game. Right. And um, they've been working on it all this time. There's a range of people all the way from, you know, oh, this game is the the next best thing since sliced bread for the MMO community. (laughs) It's going to be huge. All the way to like people that are like, this is a complete scam and it's never going to come out. I mean, there's (laughs) just like a huge (laughs) range of opinions on this game. Um, And the truth is in the middle somewhere. You know, I don't believe it's going to be the best thing ever, but I think it's a real game. I think it's going to come out and and it's probably going to be decent. Um. Well the NDA the they just lifted the verbal NDA I think is what they mm-hmm. call it which means that people that are in the alpha can talk about the game but they still don't want them showing uh footage that they've gathered right. from the game. Right. Although the companies put out a lot of footage of the game. Um but then that's questionable, you know, like, you know, are they only showing, you know, the best parts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Um but it it looks like like on the surface, it looks like it's going to be a pretty decent MMO, but it's coming from you know a, a smallish. They're they're pretty. I, I think they got like something like forty people. Like it's not like a huge, um, it's not like a huge company. Um, probably less than a hundred. I, I don't know exactly. Um, but they're also not even they're probably not even thinking about linux gamers like they we're probably not even in their mind right, right? yeah um that's for the most like, part yeah and i don't know what engine it's being built on that could be the deciding factor it seems like things built on unity um even some things built on unreal in some yeah. cases yep um are kind of just like tangentially Linux compatible. Like even if the developer didn't even consider Linux, it just almost works out to be that way and they might as well flip it on. Right. Right. Um, and so I don't know what the chances are that this game is going to come out and be Linux compatible. Um, I think, I think it's going to be released on steam. So we'll at least have the possibility of proton support. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The question I was going to ask you that I that that struck me was your opinion on Kickstarters. Um, ah, yeah. Do you think that do you, do you think that Kickstarters is an opportunity for indie developers to like get funding for their game? But it's but it also seems like it's kind of an opportunity for people to kind of abuse the community and uh, you know get funding for something that they. I'm- they either know is never going to come out or right. they don't realize they're in over their head like they right. think they can make a game for seven grand but they can't you know what i mean right yeah i mean yeah. i'm i'm all for
1: kickstarters like i just i i don't before kickstarter like there yeah. was not that many games other than on steam really you know like steam was the only place that had a lot of indie games and stuff and once the whole kickstarter, you know, craze went up. I mean, there mm-hmm. was indie games out the wazoo. And yeah. not all of them worked, but some of them turned out to be great, you know. Yeah. I can't really name any cuz I don't really I, I'm not a real
0: indie gamer. Um yeah. I don't know if um there's a few that I'm rooting for, but yeah. I I don't want to name any because honestly like there's one in particular that I'm really rooting for. Like I really want to see it come out. But at the same time, I feel like they just bit off more than they can chew. Like they didn't realize how hard it was going to be to make an MMO. And so they've just, you know, they unwittingly didn't ask for enough money. And I think they're really, I think they're truly trying. But by the time this thing finally releases, you know, it's taken them so long to to develop it that the gaming community's already moved on to something else, you know? Um, so... Yeah, I yeah,
1: think... that's a problem. the The amount of time that some of these people take to bring the game out, like, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, I don't know that 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 is that is definitely a, a problem when it comes to the, to uh, indie. Uh, I mean, not indie. Um, Kickstarters is it's like, oh yeah, the game will be out in like you know six months. Six months rolls around. Oh, the game will be out in a year. A Year rolls around. Oh, the game will be out in five years. You know, it's like they just sometimes they just don't know what they're getting themselves into and that's it.
0: Leo said, uh, crank you up. I cranked you all the way up and I cranked myself down. So maybe that will adjust. Let me see where I'm at on this meter. Is I my volume
1: like. not coming through?
0: Yeah, I got, I'm way louder. Um, uh, I'm going to turn myself it's because, down. It's because <laughs> I'm on
1: Solus and, uh, I didn't, I didn't install, um, uh, not Alsa mixer, but, um, the one for, uh, the other audio interface and i didn't i didn't boost my audio and if i turn the gain up anymore i get i get um the noise of my air conditioner
0: it's probably partially too because i turn i'm so high that they probably have to turn down so i turn myself down we'll see if that helps i got this is the quietest
1: condenser mic i've ever i've ever even
0: known of (laughs) like
1: like this does not pick up anything
0: (laughs) well I, i apologize that to our live viewers uh but we'll, we'll, it'll sound good on the podcast. So, um, yeah, yeah, sorry,
1: guys. It's my fault. Oh. I, I, I should <laughs> stick to Mint. I know, I know, but I freaking don't want to all the time. Sometimes I want Solus, and it, sometimes it doesn't work like now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Leo says he use Pavu Control. Is that the one that's you... That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Okay. And I
1: just didn't install it. And if I do it now, I know something's going to get screwed up, and I'm whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. We'll just make it through. Sorry about that. Um, uh, yeah, so... Um, yeah, I think I think that there is uh there's the chance for abuse, but I think there's also just a chance of just you know, not necessarily abuse but just mistaken, you know, just naivete, you know. Um but it also has it also opens up doors, you know, for people that maybe couldn't, you know, the next big thing could definitely come from Kickstarter like it's a possibility. So, I don't know. It's a big topic especially in the MMO market because the MMO market is like in such a drought um, because of the conditions I was talking about earlier that almost any MMO Kickstarter, like people jump onto and want to support because we just want to see, right. We want to see it grow again. You know? Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I totally, I totally can understand that. Yeah. Am I a little higher now? I did turn the gain up just a tad.
0: Okay. I, I can't tell. You sound fine to me. It's just, uh, how it's yeah. Going well through.
1: on, on discord it, it evens it
0: out. Yeah. um, so uh, speaking of MMOs, uh, I installed Final Fantasy Fourteen again, and I didn't play a lot of it, but I installed it, and uh, I, I can say that when I first started playing Final Fantasy Fourteen on Linux, it was a huge mess. You had to mm. jump through a ton of hoop- hoops to get it to work. Nowadays, all you have to do is install it via Proton. That's not enough, but that it's you install it via Proton, and then um, let's see. I've got the Proton DB pulled up. I'll show you guys uh, the suggestions there. There's a file that you need to edit where you basically have to tell it to use a diff- a different browser. Okay, here it is. So you install the game via Proton, and then there's a file called ffxiv underscore boot dot config. In this file. You're changing the browser type from zero to one, and then this will allow you to open the game launcher um because whenever the game launcher opens up, you know obviously it's it's just a browser you know within a window and and so once you fix that setting, it's able to launch on on linux um you actually have to uh you have to attempt to launch the game one time and it will fail um right you know,
1: a lot of games but, are like that.
0: Yeah, but doing so creates a config file, the ffxiv.cfg, um, and then within this file, you're changing the cutscene movie opening entry from 0 to 1. I'm not exactly sure what that's changing is. You would think that you're changing it from 1 to 0. I have no idea, Um, but you're changing it from 0 to 1, and then after that, the game will launch. Hmm. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, but that's it though. It used to be you had to do all kinds of crazy trickery with Proton um and there was like a a guy on YouTube that walked you through doing it and I think I think he was like the only video I could find with instructions. And so I would I would go to the same video every time I wanted to install it and and play it and and now you skip all those steps. You just still have to change those those two configs in that order. Um, one thing I noticed that's new, that was not a problem before, um, is that whenever you launch the browser or the, uh, launcher, you type in your password, you type in your, uh, your user account, do not click anything on this window. Do not, (laughs) with your mouse, never click on anything, hit enter to log in. If you click on anything, you'll get an error message and the game will crash. Oh crap. Um, Yeah. So just... Just type in your stuff and hit enter. Just forget clicking on it. Stupid. Just never gooeyes. click. Yeah. So that's the first boss of the game. The first boss of the game within Linux is the is the launcher. So <laughs> <laughs> you you have to beat boss number one before you can get to the game. <laughs> that's actually a good way to put it. The boss, the first boss in Linux. <laughs> right. Um. But I I I I brought that up because. Um, not only to give you the details about uh about that, but also because I just thought this uh, story was interesting. So they they just announced their next big expansion, and uh, as part of the expansion, they they they've got these insane products that they're releasing, and one of them is a legit Fender guitar. That's crazy, so, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that's get- that's like oh man, that's gonna
1: be like so coveted. Like somebody's going to get them. and they're going to be like, this is mine forever.
0: <laughs> I know dude. It's all right. So it is a, it's a Fender Stratocaster with, it has like a, uh, it has like a, a polished uh, blue, um looks like materia <laughs> on one side of the guitar. And then like it fades from black into a purple on the other side of the guitar. And um, it has like a uh, FFX uh, 14 logo on the fretboard and it's a, uh, it's a it's a it's a Stratocaster. It's thirty five hundred bucks, three thousand four hundred and ninety nine dollars. Wow. Um. But you know, Stratocasters are not cheap. I think. Uh, yeah, I think see, um, to be honest, for
1: that kind yeah. of a guitar, that sounds that sounds not that bad for a custom. You know, straight yeah. up Final Fantasy yeah. one
0: apparently these have to be custom made. So like they don't have a warehouse full of hundreds of these things. Whenever you buy one, they, they custom make this and they have to custom polish these, um, you know, these, these inlays here. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you also get the guitar (laughs) in game. (laughs) Um, and you get a, uh, for your housing in the game, you get one that you can hang on the wall. So in the game, you could have the guitar hanging on your wall, um, as well as play the guitar in game because I don't know if you've if you've never played Final Fantasy fourteen, you may not be aware, but people actually play instruments in the game. Um, really? So, okay, no, I never played yeah, it. No, there's like in game bands and stuff. Like they they get together and, and and they all play the same you know sheet of music. Right. Like they, right. They all yeah. play the same music. Um. So uh, now you can have the guitar also in game. I just thought that story was so <laughs> was so awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Um uh, Leo said that uh that the the audio is a little bit better now. Okay, okay so good. that's good. You know, uh you might have a tendency to be quiet, but I all I always have a tendency to be too loud, so I need to make sure I am well, not even that I'm not
1: it quiet. It's just like I said, I didn't get to install that and I, I like okay, so I crank the the gain all the way up on the uh digital side up to 156% and then I can have my gain on my Presonus at 1 and i don't have to crank it up and hear all the extra noise from everywhere.
0: Right. That's the whole deal. Um in in other final fantasy 14 news, um there was a uh there was an in-game ceremony for a artist that passed away. Oh yeah, away.
1: that's right. I saw that.
0: Yep. Yeah, this is crazy. Um it just coincidentally was the same week that i reinstalled the game. Um i i saw Did you go? This, Did you actually get to to no, be there. No, no, I didn't oh, go. I didn't that would have been it. awesome. I didn't see it. Um, but it's uh so it was a manga artist. Um, let's see, I yeah. got his name. Kentaro Miura? Miura? Miura, I think. Kentaro Miura. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. I apologize, but yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm probably I can't pronounce anything. <laughs> he he's an artist that uh drew a manga that inspired you know how in Final Fantasy you always see the slender character with giant sword, right? Like that's right, like a yep. huge staple yep. of, it's a huge staple of a lot of anime, um, you know, things, but especially in Final Fantasy. Ever since Final Fantasy 7 you're used to seeing that giant sword. Um, and in the game, uh, a certain class in the game wields a giant sword and they all got together in one of the capital cities and they placed like a, like a candlelight vigil on the ground and all, you know, all lined up yeah. in... In, uh, I actually Honor. saw
1: some footage of it on YouTube. It was
0: pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty rad, man. Um, this particular thing is one of the reasons that I, I am so hooked on MMOs, is the this, this aspect of something that could only happen because of so many players interacting in the same world. Right. Um, and it's rare that it happens, but when it does happen, it reminds me why I love that genre so much. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah David says awesome. he did. He did Berserker. That's right. That's the name of the that's the name of the the comic. Which, you know, I've I when I was a kid, I liked Dragon Ball Z and and things yeah. like that. Whatever was on Toonami, but I wasn't really right. like into like anything outside of outside of that sort of thing. Uh, dark, brutal, and dark. Excellent manga. Yeah. So so because of this event, I've looked into it, and it does look really cool. There's a there's like some collector um like box you know, box sets of the books of his art and stuff. Right. And, uh, I'm really interested in picking it up just as like a kind of a shelf piece over here. Um, it's really cool, really cool stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's why I love MMOs is because of things like that. And, uh, that's pretty rad. Um, in some Linux news, we have, uh, OBS, the most recent version of OBS OBS supports Wayland. This is a uh, Yeah, this, this is, is a big rad. step.
1: This is a big step for them. They uh this has been a long
0: time coming, definitely. Yeah, so it's OBS Studio 27 is the version. And um so they not only support Wayland, but also Pipewire. Right. Um this is uh this was one of the one of the key things that a lot of people said they needed to switch to Wayland. Um, and I've not even thought about switching to PipeWire. That's, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's just, uh, I don't know, man. It's hard to be, it's hard, it's hard to be on the bleeding edge of some of these things, even though I want to see it. I want to see it happen. Like I want to get there. Right. Um, maybe, maybe we should do like a Fedora gaming challenge, like where we try to, uh, install some things, um, using Wayland and let's see how, how dramatically different it is. I, I think I would want well, to do it on a separate hard drive. I don't think I'd want yeah. oh, to yeah. switch yeah. completely. Yeah. But I'd be willing to try it for sure. I
1: would, uh, uh, too, except for I have the uh, NVIDIA card, and I don't think they support Wayland yet.
0: Oy. Yeah, I'm also on NVIDIA. That's pretty rough.
1: Uh, I, I, I See, that's, that's where I get a little confused, because I have installed... Um, fedora on this and i have used wayland before and it's worked on my nvidia card it's probably x wayland most likely because that's you know um the transition
0: transitional you know windows server yeah um in the chat actually just said wayland support is coming along uh for sure even nvidia to support it soon and then then he put the soon definitely yep Yep. (laughs) yeah soon trademark yeah Um, wow you can pay Fedora 34 Wayland all the way. Do it. <laughs> Is that Leo? It sounds like I would need a new graphics
1: card to do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I'd give it a shot just to see, you know, if it's going to work. Um, yeah. But I I don't have high hopes for it to be honest. Yeah, I I um.
0: Yeah, tell us how good or bad the NVIDIA experience is. Yeah, for actually, sure. I'll try it. I'll try actually,
1: it. A, a, a weird thing happened to me. I actually installed Fedora workstation with Gnome and everything on my uh let's see here, my uh HP um Elite book, and that has an AMD graphics card in it. It's like the equivalent of a seven uh seven thousand seventy, I think. Or seven seventy seven seventy, whatever. Anything. Anyways, um I installed it on there and the first boot it booted with Wayland. And everything was good. I updated, I rebooted, and it only had X. Wayland actually got uninstalled for some reason. I don't know why. It was the weirdest thing. I tried it three times, and all three times. Every time after I updated initially, it deleted Wayland
0: i i i have no idea but that i bet weird. it had something to do with nvidia i bet it had something to do no with...
1: it was my amd oh, you said you were doing it on yeah. that. okay yeah sorry that's that's yeah. the weird thing yeah like when i actually mm. tried it on my desktop with my nvidia card it didn't do that it actually worked like i said it's probably using x wayland but um it worked and i mean i didn't try games with it but it just it, the um desktop came up and
0: everything so i don't know <laughs> uh uh, Brad says that if we if we do this study, which which I think I think we should, I think I think Ooh, we should we call it, it a study. I like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it makes <laughs> feel it feel like a more scientist. <laughs> uh, that we should wear fedoras whenever we oh. do that episode. Oh, I would be I down I, for that. Yeah, I think I have one. I don't think I, I have went,
1: one, but I, I I've contemplated buying a fedora. <laughs> have, My wife is like, "You'd look good in that." And I'm like,
0: Ah, I have two. I have two of them because I went to a. Uh, it was a it was a birthday party for my uh my sister in law and they did like a roaring twenties like speakeasy oh. theme birthday party. <laughs> That's and cool. So I yeah, so I got a fedora. At the time I worked at Geek Squad, so I basically just wore my Geek Squad <laughs> uniform with a Fedora. Um, <laughs> and um Are you trying to say Geek Squad's old fashioned? <laughs> <laughs> well, they got the whole G Man look, you know, with the black yeah, yeah. white shirt and all that stuff. <laughs> Um, and so, uh, someone else there was wearing the same fedora as me and both (laughs) of us got it for the party. So neither one of us were really all that attached to it. And when we left, my wife picked his up thinking it was mine. And so we got to the car, we had two of them. So I've got my brother-in-law's fedora and mine. (laughs) So yeah, we'll do it. We'll have to do it. I have to mail you the extra fedora. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'll try it. I'll try it and see. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? It, you know, I fail, and I just say, yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I have, like, I don't know how many. I, I probably have, like, seven hard drives in my computer, so
1: I, I, I have a spare one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, if only you had seven graphics cards. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> sell, sell five of them and keep the other two. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speaking of uh, graphics cards, NVIDIA, to team up with Valve to release DLSS for Proton. So I think this is like a brand new... Yeah,
1: this, I didn't have any clue that was happening. This is pretty cool.
0: I only read about this like an hour ago, like when we were preparing for the show, I read this. Um, But uh, Linux gamers using Valve's Proton compatibility tool to run Windows games will be getting a performance upgrade in the future. NVIDIA has announced that it's working with Valve to bring... FPS boosts using the DLSS technology um, featured on its RTX cards. Now, that stands um, for
1: Deep Learning Super Sampling, right? That's right. Deep okay. Learning Super Sampling.
0: And okay. it's a technology, so I won't read this the whole thing. This is an article by The Verge. But uh, essentially, this technology is rendering the screen at a lower resolution. Um, so, for example, 1080p. Um on a 4K monitor, um, but then it's using machine learning to upscale the 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 graphics, and so somehow it's able to it's <laughs> able to like render <laughs> render it smaller, but then make up for the difference in yeah. the uh in the resolution. It's basically is, what
1: TVs have been doing for a long time now. Or if it's yeah, like 1080P, you know, it upscales it, and it looks still pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty wild. I mean. Um, what this reminds me of is there was a there was a Deep Space Nine. There was a guy that was taking clips from Deep Space Nine, and then he was using uh you know machine learning uh algorithms to upscale the the quality up to like four K graphics. Wow. And, and it and it made it look like a different show. Like it, it looked amazing. <laughs> um, and it's to, in my mind maybe I'm thinking about it wrong, but this is like taking that technology. And, and, and using it, you know, for gaming, basically. I mean, if, if, if they're able to, you know, have a screen that's this big, but then upscale it to this big, then, you know, that's why it increases the performance on your, on your graphics It's just,
1: uh, deep learning and, and AI and all that stuff fascinates me. I will never, ever be able to do it, like, as a profession or anything like that, like, program that crap, because I'm not that smart, but... It fascinates me because it's amazing what they can do with it.
0: Yeah, Um, Husi also says that they're already ray tracing extensions in Vulcan. so that's cool. um, Yeah, this technology is just getting faster and faster. Here's here's an interesting thing that they pointed out in that Verge article. um, Is this will only be available in Proton? And Hmm. well, I mean, I don't say only, but I'm just saying the sense of a Steam game, right? Right. So. If you have a game that has a native Linux version, it could run better because of this technology hmm. through Proton. It's and, and that's so, very interesting. Yeah, so you're in this situation where we could test we could test the difference between running, you know, something natively versus Proton with DLSS DLSS. Right. Yeah. Um, now, does yeah. this
1: work? Okay, so like. Can they use DLSS on older games to upscale them, or is this only for new games that support it? That's one thing I don't understand about it.
0: Um, I'm sorry, I was reading in the chat. That's all right. That?
1: I said, can they use this for like for older games to upscale them, or is it only for new games that support it?
0: Right now, they're only uh they're only looking at a like a, a short list of like thirty to fifty games. Um, that are supported through Proton by NVIDIA. Okay. Um, but I'm wondering, but they didn't mention it in the article. But I'm just wondering if, if uh, you used it on, because you know how Proton real technically has a list of games that are supported via right. Proton, but yep. then you check the box to say you want to use it on everything, and it's at your own risk kind of deal. Right. I wonder if this technology could be incorporated that way. I'm not sure yet. Okay. Um, You know, I was just
1: wondering because that would be cool if they could get older games to upscale and have, well, not even upscale, just have better performance.
0: I think if it's, I think if what I was just talking about is possible, then we might see that, but I don't know that it is. Um, So Hoosie says that it's actually more advanced than TV upscale. Oh, Um, yeah. It uses thousands of hours of gameplay to generate a binary that contains the difference between, say, 1080p and 4k then the gpu the gpu applies it to the scene that's that is so crazy i knew
1: it was definitely more than what tvs do because it's not it's not as uh necessary but i didn't realize it was all that wow that's crazy that's That's so wild
0: Yeah, that's so wild. Yeah, definitely not that smart. (laughs) Technology, we might could get our own version of a remastered Dino Crisis if we just play Dino
1: Crisis on DS. (laughs) Oh, okay. I don't. (laughs) I I don't think you can. Okay, that's putting lipstick on a pig.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's pretty amazing. It's it's crazy. Um, That's so wild. Um,
1: I have a couple things to
0: say about this next article. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, this is uh Valve could be making a handheld device. So this this article is actually kind of in conjunction with that last one because um, in the previous article they point out that this technology could be used in Valve's new handheld device. So um, obviously it's rumor, but there's there's a lot of evidence. Someone has been talking to Ars Technica. Um, yep. There's also like a cryptic message from uh, Gabe Newell. Uh, but there's some evidence I think that actually Valve somebody was...
1: from ProtonDB was the one who first discovered this because they were looking they were looking deep into the code of our um GitHub oh, right. of, of uh Steam or uh not Steam. Yeah, no, Valve. Valve, And then they found this um reference to the the um uh what is it called? The Steam Pal is what it's called?
0: Yeah, it's either uh, there's there's two optional names. Steam Pal was one of them. And then the other suggested name it's called like Neptune or something.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah,
0: something I'm in like the that. wrong article. Now I've got so many windows open now. <laughs> <laughs> I could close some of these windows. I don't know what's what. I don't know where I am anymore. Uh, yeah, either Steam Pal or Neptune. Right. Um. But but yeah, it makes sense. So because it, it's going to have a small screen, they they could it's going to be switch like that's what they're yeah. assuming. Um, I don't know that I I don't. I don't. I don't know if I want a handheld gaming device. I was never sold on the Switch. We almost got one for my son, but we just kind of felt like it was too much money to spend right now. He's not really old enough yet, um, right? And to be honest with you, if there was like a bunch of games on there that I was interested in, I'd have been like, "Yeah, babe, let's get one for the kid." You know, I, I would have played it anyway. Um, but uh, <laughs> I just don't see myself. I am such a PC gamer. I just don't see myself yeah. having. But the fact that this will be. The rumor is that it will essentially be a a Linux box handheld, like it will be with Steam. They made the uh right. the Steam boxes. Yep. It'll be like a Steam box, but hand, but as a handheld device. I don't know if that's see it, if.
1: Yeah, it, go ahead. This is this is the thing. I, I was listening to the Ubuntu podcast, and um, I got a lot of of takes from them. And the one take that the guy said is it's called the Steam Pal. So yeah. maybe it's going to be able to play some Steam games, but then you link it via either GeForce Now because they're partnering with NVIDIA on the DLS thing. So maybe they're also going to partner with them here to play more powerful games, or you can stream it from your regular gaming PC with um, uh, the, the Steam uh, Streaming. To do the more powerful stuff, you know? I I feel like, because of the PAL naming, I feel like it's not going to be its own dedicated, like, game anything on this thing.
0: I bet that you'll have both options. I bet. Um, Maybe there will be two. Yeah, I mean, there's no way that that you're going to have a handheld device that's going to be able to play, you know... I, I doubt I'll have a handheld device that'll be able to play Final Fantasy fourteen, for example. I mean right. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Unless it's using some No, sort I of agree streaming with you definitely. Platform. Yeah. Um but there's lots of platformers and, and things like that on Steam that probably would work. Right. And so maybe you'll have like an option of both, which I think is somewhat what the what the Steambox was. Um I think yeah. you probably could do either. But I'm it also, just ran Steam OS.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm um, I'm also wondering if they're going to do x86 or if they're going to do ARM. Cuz if they do ARM, they're going to get a lot of battery life out of that thing.
0: They'll get a lot of battery life and then, and then I bet you are bound to the Steam Remote Play feature. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, they do have some translation with um uh Qualcomm chips um to uh x86 from ARM mm-hmm. to x86. So that it it's there's a lot of up in the air <laughs> with this one. But Yeah. I feel like and they're partnering to- with NVIDIA more, so I, I I'm I'm kind of uh thinking it's gonna be just a um an, uh, an add on to your system already.
0: Yeah, and you know, I listened to what Gabe said at this uh conference and he he doesn't mention a handheld device. I mean basically they ask him the question, will will Valve uh or no, maybe it was specific to Steam. I'm not sure. Um will they be releasing anything uh, just on PC or will they be releasing anything on console or anything else? And he basically just says like, you'll know the answer to that by the end of the year. Hmm. Um, you know, that, I don't know. That could, that could mean that they're going to somehow, s- I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know, I don't even want to speculate, but <laughs> I guess yeah, my, could a lot the, of things. the thing, <laughs> the thing I really wanted to speculate on was whether I really even would be interested in the device itself. And yeah, I gotta see how much of a PC it is. Like right. if, if I feel like I like if I feel like I basically have like a little like handheld Linux device that is like geared towards gaming but can do a little bit more than that, I I would be interested in that. The novelty of that enough would be exciting to me. But if it's basically just a switch, um but powered, you know, by the Steam library, I don't know that I'm really I think it's cool. I think there's people out there that would be interested in it, but I don't know that I would be the target audience. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I'm... It, the screen size is what gets me. Like, I, I need a bigger screen. Like, my TV... Like, if I can hook this into my TV and play it like like a Switch, you know, yeah. with the little, you know, uh, yeah. dock that they have, then, yeah, that seems pretty nice because then it, it's just one slip, it's on, and then you can just play on your TV without any issues. And um yeah. whether that be streaming or it be um native, uh that would be really nice. But if it's only handheld, I'm not gonna be interested at all because I just I I, I can't stand no, those little screens.
0: Yeah, no, supposedly it is uh so I mean again, this is all rumor, but supposedly it is gonna be available to just plug into your T V. Okay. Um the docking Yeah. Yeah, if you're it's right, smooth is a pretty interesting feature. Um uh, Graven came out, um, on, uh, in, uh, early access, uh, Graven is a game. I talked about it on mint cast. Um, and I think maybe the first episode of crowbar Colonel panic. Um, but it was a game that was released in a demo form as part of like a, it was part of like an online like gaming convention type thing. And, um, it was available for free download, the demo version of it. And it played, um, on Proton. It's, it's a windows, it's a windows only install via steam, but obviously you can play it through Proton. And I remember at the time I talked about it because, um, it just installed and played. I didn't have to do any manipulation or anything like that. It just installed via Proton and played. And it's an interesting game because it's like, um, it's, it's sort of like retro doom style. Um, it's like retro graphics but there's lots of um uh physics and particle effects and things that you know give you the hint of it being a modern game, even though it has this like real stylized form. Oh um, wow, yeah. It's pretty cool and, looking. Yeah, it's pretty neat. And it's like uh it's like a it's like a Diablo like grim dark fantasy. Yeah. But set hmm. in like a uh FPS, like a, a Doom yeah. or Duke Nukem FPS. <laughs> yeah. Um and the interesting thing about the game kind of sty- looks like Morrowind to me. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. Bit it's, better it's graphics like,
1: than Morrowind, actually, quite a yeah. bit better graphics. But it looks a lot like yeah.
0: That. Even with the old school stylized, it's still yeah, <laughs> it's still it's, better than than Morrowind. It's better, <laughs> but it's that same th- type of thing. Yeah, um, I've I've played the game now that it's out on early access. I went ahead and purchased it because it's uh, it's really interested in the it it, it has like a real nostalgia kick to me because it reminds me of when. I was a young kid like my my son's age only a little bit older and my dad played games. Like this looks like the type of games that he would play. And mm. sometimes you know sometimes I'd get on his computer and play games that I probably had no business playing. <laughs> 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 and uh and they look like this, like this is what this reminds me of. And um and so I couldn't wait to pick it up. It's really cool. Um and it is a good game. Yeah, the specs the you, don't, you don't need too high of specs for it, so that's nice. It's always nice yeah, to see yeah. that. I imagine I imagine you don't really. Um whenever you so the interesting thing though is that the actual release of the game, so like I said, the, the demo played without any modification. But the actual released version of the game, um when I tried to launch it, I expected it to work just like the demo and, and it and it failed. It wouldn't let me launch it hmm. on, on Linux under Proton. That's weird. Um, yeah, and whenever you launch it, it asks you, do you want to use Vulcan or do you want to use uh, – I forget the name of the other. Uh, I almost want to launch the game and see what it says. Um, but it's it's like uh, D3DL, uh, D3D11 or something like that.
1: Right. Oh, and okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Direct 3D11 maybe? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, probably,
1: probably, probably. That's probably what it was.
0: And so if you choose the second option – if you choose Vulcan, it will fail – and then, hmm. or in my case, it did maybe in some people's uh case I should look it up on proton d b but um so i so I launched the game using the other option, and it launched fine, but I felt like I was not getting the same quality that I was on Vulcan, and so I closed the game and then relaunched it on Vulcan, and guess what it worked this time hmm. and and so I don't know. I don't know if that was just some quirk that I ran into, or if this is a common issue. Or, you know, launching it under the alternative option allowed it to get past something and install something, and then launching it again under Vulcan, it worked correctly. Yeah, sometimes
1: it's got to install like the direct deck stuff, uh, and and you gotta you gotta launch it the one time to actually get it to install that kind of crap.
0: So it was trying I know what it failed on because I could read an error message. It failed on um it was trying to install the um Unreal Engine 4 compatibility hmm. um items. Hmm. And so and, and it would and it would fail at one of those items. Um but then like I said, it was able to work after that. So on on Proton DB, they actually give it a silver rating, um, which is probably accurate, although it's funny that we were able to get it to work compared to resident evil, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which has a goal oh. rating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to just kind of quickly glance through here to see uh, works flawlessly after um, redist install dash UT 4 runner says that it failed, but the game launches. It is possible to adjust wine tricks and install VC run. Okay. So the uh, VC runtime 2019, um, into the prefix manually, but this uh glorious egg roll proton allows it oh you know, I do run the glorious egg roll uh proton maybe that's why I'm able to get it to run um hmm i may I may uh try it on a different proton version and see if i if I still get the air or if uh maybe because I'm running the the GE version is why I'm I'm able to get it to work. But in any case, the game's good. It does run on Linux with some adjustment. um, And uh, it's worth checking out. It's an early access game. I have ran into some errors already. Um, The way the game works is it's kind of like, it's kind of like a roguelike in that you keep reliving the same level in some way, but yet it's not really that either. So there's like a hub city. And every time you, every time you leave the game, and come back in, no matter where you were in the world, you'll end up back at the hub city. And you'll have the items and the progress that you made. Um, but you may have to pick up your quest again. Um, and uh, you know, you'll you'll kind of go the next time you go threat back through a zone, the enemies are there again, the the crates and things that you broke and took the items from, they're they're back repopulated again. Hmm. Um, and and so in a way. Going back through several times, you end up with like more stuff um <laughs> so
1: everything but, responds, that's great, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, so it's it's kind of uh it's it's kind of weird, but the hoarder's dream <laughs> exactly um, I have like broken it though like i've I've gotten to a certain point in a quest that I was able to complete the quest um and then I logged out and then whenever I logged back in, I was in the hub city again, but now in order to go back through that zone again, I hit like an invisible wall because they assumed that I would not have gone back to the hub city before I completed a few more tasks. And so, um, you know, it's early access. They're not done with the game yet. So, I mean, you're bound to run into stuff like that, but I have hit a few, hit a few things, but I think the style of the game is really cool. I'm, I'm really excited to see, to see where it goes. Um, let's see, you've got to get out of here. Um, yeah, unfortunately let's do, uh, Let's see. We got one more story. Oh no, we talked about that. We've got through it all. This is a complete show. We're going to end almost on time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so uh, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, let's see. I was trying. To, I was just seeing if there was anything new in the chat we could talk about before we get out. But I think we're going to close this bad boy out. Um, Josh been real thanks for watching people uh, subscribe to the podcast on your podcatchers of choice crowbar kernel panic there cannot be another podcast anywhere in the world with the same name (laughs) um, because it makes absolutely no sense (laughs) but that's why we love it it does make sense when you think about it (laughs) Um, especially since we talk about valve so much (laughs) Linux gaming news involves valve an awful lot and so the crowbar thing really worked out um, but, uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. See Peace. ya.